Hello, everyone. I hope you are having a fabulous day. Welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Rachel Autry, where I invite you to join me to delight in life by finding joy right where we are. And what better way to find joy right where we are, my personal opinion, than in fall? It's not technically on the calendar fall yet, but I don't really care because the temperatures are dropping here in Birmingham. Our trees in our front yard are dropping leaves. So it's time for me to do an episode like this. Today, we're talking about a fall bucket list to give you good, fun ideas to prep for fall to get the most out of the season. You'll walk away with ideas that you can apply right now. Moments that are going to make you go, oh, yep, mm -hmm, that's me too. All from me, a girl who's just trying to figure out life right alongside you because that's what friends are for, right? So let's have some real talk, chat about fall. I actually made a note in my phone about all these fun things that I wanted to do this fall because here's the deal. I feel like, I don't know. I know this isn't just me because some of my friends have been like, yes, validated. That it's so easy to have all these fun ideas, especially with new seasons coming up. You're like, oh, I can't wait to like make the soup and like decorate the front porch and all these things that you get almost like lost in the sauce, for lack of better words, and you just forget to do any of it. And then you get to the end of the season and you blink and it's Christmas. And then you do the same thing for Christmas. So no, this is me right now saying, girlies, let's make the most of the season. Also hear me say, this is not like, okay, a, I hate even calling it a bucket list, but I said that because I mean, I don't know how else to phrase it. This is not a to-do list. This is not a list that comes with pressure. Okay. Pressure's off. The point of this list is to be able to help us and remind us to make the most in these moments. But sometimes making the most of the moments is not doing any of these things at all, but rather, in fact, lean in and not do anything and just enjoy what's going on around us. So if that's what you're craving this season, girl, go for it. Live your best life. If, however, you're craving adventure and fun and spontaneity and creativity and all the fall flavors and football, you know, live your best life, okay? Because we're all going to need something a little bit different out of each season. Like we have said before, context kills comparison. Okay, so like your fall bucket list might be different than her fall bucket list. And you might have 20 items and she might have two. And that is finish the book I'm reading and rest. And congratulations, you can do either or. So I'm just inviting you to peek into mine. Also, keep in mind, I have two littles. So some of these, like, I mean, you're probably not going to want to do, I don't know, let me see, like trunk or treating. Maybe you do. Maybe you want to host a trunk, but like no pressure to actually go trunk or treating yourself. You see what I mean? So you're going to want to tweak this to be however you want to do. But my point to my bucket list is so that on a day where I have energy and I'm like, I really want to go do something super fun right now. I have a list that I can go and reference to make sure that I have something to do and I don't get lost in the sauce like we were talking about earlier. These are ideas that are fun and free. Some of them are not free. Some of them um, are activities. Others of them are just like recipes or random things I want to remember that I love about this season. <sighs> yeah, so... Without further ado, let's just shop in because I'm just so excited about this. I think there's a lot to fall that I 
love. It's so funny. At the beginning of every season, I'm like, oh, I love summer. Oh, I love fall. Oh my goodness. I love winter. I love spring. But I think it's just the newness that comes with it. It's the change of the weather. The first time you step outside and it's crisp and you turn around, go back inside to grab a jacket. It's the smell of leaves falling off trees and winter approaching. It is the coziness of walking into a warmer home or the afternoons that are just cool and just warm enough where you can keep the door open and not have to run the air conditioning unit. It's curling up on a couch and reading a book and knowing that being cozy is the best use of your time. It's the fall movies that we love to watch where they're romantic and fun, based probably in Manhattan or some beautiful Connecticut scenery. (laughs) It is the prep knowing that Christmas is right around the corner and the opportunity to go and hang out with our friends, whether it's trick-or-treating or or, uh, parties or knowing that Christmas is coming. I also want to nod to the fact that sometimes fall can can hold a lot of anxiety because we know that um, momentous occasions are happening, whether we want them to come or not, and there's no way to stop them. And so I just want to also recognize the anxiety that can be in this season, especially maybe for people that are in a place of grief and Christmas is just like typically hard. This fall bucket list might be a really cool practice for you to be able to find and delight and joy in life and find joy, go on the treasure hunt right where you are by keeping yourself accountable and being disciplined to go and find joy. And if it's hard to find, girl, go make things that give you opportunity to get a glimpse into what God's doing in your life just by bringing a smile to your face or somebody else's. I know it sounds cheesy, but it is, it's truly, it's so true. If you need help ushering in the fall season, may I recommend two playlists that I actually curated about four or five years ago, which is wild because I feel like I was just making this playlist. Um, One of them is called Fall Feels. It has, let me look, like 36 hours of really fun music. It's got everything from like Penny and Sparrow, Drew Holcomb, John Mayer, um, the Paper Kites, James Morrison, like James Vincent, Mac Murrow, um, all the in your fail- feels, Amos Lee, Avett Brothers. So if this is like piquing your interest, I think you should push play and go light a candle and just have the best day. It is a cozy, cozy, cozy playlist. It's also really good for rainy days. But now that it's like almost full and the like I can see yellow and orange outside, it's time. It's time. I also want to tell you about my fall worship playlist that I have, which is the same concept, but it's all worship. So um, I will also say that this playlist doesn't sound a lot like worship, which I really appreciate being able to have life-giving music in my home when I have people over. Um, But it's not like The Blessing by Carrie Joe. I love Carrie Joe. She has been on the show and that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying like it doesn't, that sounds like worship and thank you, Jesus. Right. But sometimes music that doesn't sound like worship gives us an opportunity to love on people, whether they know it or not. Subconsciously, they're taking in like cool fruit, life-giving melodies and um, lyrics that are planting seeds, whether they know it or not, because we are promised that his word doesn't return void. And these worship songs are a really cool way to do that in our home. So we have music by John Mark Pantana. Oh, year round. He's my favorite, but he is a fall vibe. Um, Allie Page, 
um, Taylor Armstrong. Let's see who else. Will Reagan. Chris Renzema. We love him. Speaking of Chris Renzema, he has, is it Renzema? Renzema? I don't know. He's great. Chris, you're our favorite. He has this song called Let the Ground Rest. I'm going to see if I can get to the part of the song where I'm always like moved. But I think it's a beautiful way to prep our hearts for this fall season. And fall is really cool too because it signifies a change in season and our lives are also built in rhythm on season because we are created with the same kind of creation that we look outside at every single day by the same creator. And so he's created us, like I said, also in this rhythm of seasons where there's going to be new life and then warmth. And then all of a sudden things shift. There's a shift in the pressure and the pattern of the winds and the temperature outside where things kind of start not thriving anymore and falling off and they turn these beautiful vibrant colors and then they're dead all of a sudden and those things have to fall off for us to be able to enjoy the color and the coolness and all the things with fall but then spring comes after winter right and we know this so there's also the spiritual element to fall that i think that i love and this song by chris renzima speaks to it it is so good so don't you find it strange God, he made four seasons and only one spring. So Just like vibey, vibey, vibey songs. And I love it. If Cozy could be a song, this playlist is it. So I wanted you to know about those two. So I guess you could say that's my bucket list is to be able to play those throughout my home. Okay, here is a fun thought. Do you want to call into the show? Yes, you, the one listening to the show right now. Well, you can. If you have encouragement or a question that you want answered or, hey, a shout out for your friend's birthday, whatever it is, we want to take your call. Text BESTIE to 55444 to sign up for our email newsletters to know what times we have our lines open. Or you can leave us a voicemail anytime, day or night with the link in today's episode description. So fun, right? Here is one of our latest and favorite calls. Hey, Tara. I have you on my calendar at work. I was like, I am calling her. I'm so honored <laughs> you would call me. My goodness. Well, you know, I'm such a big fan. Oh Long time fan, first time caller. So if I was going to share some career advice, I actually had two conversations this morning um, about career advice. I would say I have observed one of the most important things that we can do in our careers that we often don't give ourselves the time and space to do is to really think about what kind of work we want to do, what kind of people we want to be working with, and what gives us energy during the day. So like if you're at your desk for eight hours and it feels like two hours, you're probably 
probably doing something that you love mm-hmm. and something that adds a lot of value. So those are the good things to think on. But if you can articulate um, who you are, what value you bring and what you love to do in one to two sentences and carry that around with you in your back pocket, it's going to be so helpful as you start to, if you're young in your career, navigate toward the career that you want or as you're in your career, as you're looking for the next thing that you want to do. Mm-hmm. I love what color is your parachute as a as a guidance. Okay. Um, a really great, great book. Um, Christian author. Um, he's he's passed away, but his son is keeping up um, with with the book. It, there's a new edition published all the time. It really helps you focus on what you're good at, what you love to do, um, because there's sometimes not the same things. Mm. Um, and then helps you kind of figure out where you need to look next. The other thing, Rachel, that I would say is that as cheesy as it may sound, it is so important to think about what you want the next five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years to look like. And by that, I mean, like, not what, not what do I want to be doing while I get there? But like for me, five years ago, I would have said something like, I want to, you know, my son will be a senior in high school. Um, I will have enough money to send him to college or be able to pay for it. I will be loving my job. I'll be helping people do X, Y, and Z. I'll take two vacations a year. Like setting that picture of your future self, knowing that, you know, what if my son doesn't want to go to college? Sure. Yeah. Okay, we can change that. It's just a future picture and gives you a way to map backwards to, okay, if I want to be there in five years, what do I need to do in the next three years? Mm -hmm. If I want to be at that place in three years, what do I need to do in the next 18 months? Well, if I want to do that in the next 18 months, what do I need to do in the next six? So it helps you work back to manageable chunks of development. That's so good. Yes, because it doesn't just happen, you know. Yeah. Right. It's in, well, and if it does happen, you're likely to find yourself in the same place I found myself when I made my 90 degree career shift, mm-hmm. which was hitting a brick wall, feeling spent, burnt out and trapped. That's that's no good for anybody. But right. that's what comes of taking what comes to you instead of acting with intention. Wow. That's a word for somebody. I'm so excited for whoever that was for. That was a good one. Yay! Congrats. <laughs> you survived Phone and Friday. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. And I'm so grateful to be able to call into your show. It's really fun to see your career grow and um, to to watch all the great things happening um, for for you and for this podcast and the people that you're reaching. Tara, that means so much. Thank you. Okay, let's get into it. Number one, the most basic, let's go to a pumpkin patch, people. Let's go get pumpkins. Here's my thing. I like getting a picture in the pumpkin patch. I don't really like bringing home pumpkins from the pumpkin patch because they charge you like $20 and then they're like, oh, you need to get a pumpkin. And I'm like, yeah, a $20 pumpkin is not 
no, that's not it. So go get your pumpkins from Publix or a grocery store or Trader Joe's. I think Trader Joe's actually has the best priced pumpkins. At least that's how it was in Birmingham last year. But pumpkin patch. Okay, guys, you have to go just once. And if you find a really cool pumpkin patch, Thomas and I found one last year with Maddox and they had like tractor displays and like the whole corn maze and hay bales and all that. That's really fun, right? So I really want to take the boys to a pumpkin patch this year. I think we would love it. I also really want to make a fall flower arrangement. And I've seen this done where you get like dried flowers and you make a fall flower arrangement. And I just think that's so cool. So I kind of really want to try that. It might be an epic fail because I really am like, I love greenery. I love life hydrangeas, tulips. Like that's more my thing. But a dried flower bouquet might be really cool. And it lasts for a really long time. Speaking of just decor, flower arrangements, I am pumped about getting my front porch decorated. There's so many ways to do this. And also, let me say, I am like your mom's pumpkin girl. I My front porch is not going to be decorated with like the ghosts, like the skeletons and like the spider web stuff. If that's you, live your best life. It is not me. I, I will say I don't really love that part of fall season. I don't think there's any life there. In fact, it is literally all about death. Mm, Not cool. The only death I'm going to celebrate is Easter, the death of Jesus, and then the resurrection. But that's on another episode. I think that having beautiful little classic touches is not only like culturally better, (laughs) if you ask for my opinion. I also think that it's it lasts longer than Halloween. So once Halloween comes and goes, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to keep your skeletons out until Thanksgiving? Please don't. Don't do that. Take them down. Um, But if you have pumpkins and moms, they last for five ever. You can just like go straight from your pumpkins into your Christmas decoration. Okay, so I'm excited about decorating my fall front porch and I'm getting inspiration on Pinterest. I love the pastel-y pumpkins. You know which ones I'm talking about? Cream, light orange. Some of them literally are pink and some of them are blue. So cool. I love finding those. And then I've also seen these fun DIY projects on um, Reels recently on Instagram where people do something with like the pumpkin buckets and you can make planters out of them and paint them. I'm going to give that a good shot. Speaking of themes and all the things, I've loved putting together a themed library for different seasons. And the summer season is, and springtime too, it's kind of tricky because there's not really tons of themes. So we do kind of like garden theme or around Mother's Day or Father's Day, we pull out all of like the I love mom or I love dad books, but there's really nothing like themey about all that. But y'all, we are back. (laughs) Fall themed bookshelves are so much fun for my kiddos. Um, And you don't even have to go buy all new books for your kids if you're trying to collect a stash. You can. And I will say the checkout line at HomeGoods or TJ Maxx is a really great way to go collect all these books because they're super cheap. Um, Also thrift stores. But if you didn't want to buy anything, go to the library and just go check out a whole bunch of fall themed books. Um, They typically have a whole section set up for you. So just go and mooch and just get all the books, check them out. And then we love to decorate the actual bookshelf with pumpkins or I have this cute little um, pumpkin felt banner. I think it's just a really cool way for your kids to understand seasons and change and what are we celebrating and why are we celebrating it? And it's a cool conversation starter. So there's that. The fall themed bookshelf. So cute. 
Okay, Halloween outfits. I'm trying to figure those out for the boys. Podcast people, you heard it first. Here's what I'm leaning towards. Maddox is obsessed with Monsters, Inc. It's actually really cute because he'll go, Mama, look, I'm a monster. Rawr. And it's just like so fun that I want to lean in and almost just embrace it and make Maddox. Okay, I'm also at a really fun stage where when I say I'm going to make Maddox be, I really mean that I am going to choose my son's Halloween outfit. I'm not the kind of mom that's like, what do you want to be? Because I know for a fact he's going to say Chase from Paw Patrol and like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, One day he'll be able to his he'll be able to choose his costume, but I only have like a few short year window where I can be bossy and tell my boys like what they're going to be for Halloween and they can like match or coordinate because one day it's going to be like they want to be a Power Ranger or like Spider-Man or something. Um, But that's not where we are yet. And I'm grateful. So I'm going to take advantage of this. And Maddox is going to be Sully. And Oliver, I think, is going to be Mike Wazowski. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we will see. Um, Pottery Barn, they're expensive, but their their costumes are legit. Um, and we're kind of costume people. Like my kids like to wear costumes like throughout the day just for playtime, and we keep them in the playroom. So we've gotten um, last year Maddox was an astronaut, and his outfit was from Pottery Barn, or his costume was from Pottery Barn, and it lit up, and it was so epic. And so many people were like, "That's a legit costume." I'm like, "Thank you." It is expensive, but catch them at their Black Friday sale. They might not have a lot of... Th- Why did I say Black Friday? That's after Halloween. What am I talking about? They normally run a Halloween sale is what I meant to say. They normally run a Halloween sale or like trying to get their inventory off their shelves before the actual like costume need is over. So take advantage of that. They just might not have your size. So, um, but I mean, you could find costumes anywhere. Like go to Party City, go to Amazon. Not sure. But I just love Pottery Barn ones. They're just great quality. And I feel like kids wear costumes really hard. So if you like wanted to make the most of your money, kind of buy like a good costume, it lasts you longer. Okay, I'm done. Trunk or treating, so super cute and fun, especially because I think trick or treating can be really overwhelming for kids. You're asking them to walk a long time in a costume that's not like an outfit that they wear often. It's probably uncomfortable. It's this whole like, hey, approach a stranger's door, ring their doorbell and ask for candy. It's just like kind of weird. So I feel like a parking lot trunk or treat situation is really cute where you can set up stations. Check for your local church. Um, It might not be your church. It might be another church that does trunk or treating, but it's really cute and fun. Um, We have this thing that I grew up eating around fall called gorp. It's like a candy corn trail mix, but I love having that in my home in a little pumpkin bowl. And we just grab a handful here and there. Not great for our teeth. Our dentist probably hates us, but it's like candy corn, M&Ms, peanuts, and I think that's it. You can add pretzels if you want. We don't want pretzels. It's so good. It's addicting. And then what you can do is you package the gorp back up in the peanut container and you can tie a cute ribbon around it or like... I don't know, make it cutie and you can gift it to neighbors. It's a really fun gift. Super cheap to make a massive batch. Really fun. Okay, speaking of making things in the kitchen, I want to hit on two fun things. Number one, it is soup season, people, and I am so bummed. So like taco soup, white chicken chili, chili, just in general chili um, for football days, afternoons. Wow, we are back with cornbread. And like crumpled up Fritos or sour cream or however you dress up your chili. Guys, chili season's back. I do make a mean white chicken chili. 
Um, it's so fast. It's so easy. Like you literally can't mess it up. You could always make it as a dairy-free version. I will link that in our show notes today. Also, I make amazing pumpkin pancakes that are so easy. Anyone can make them and they taste like bowl. Like they just, I mean, every time I make them for friends, number one, they're really easy. They're a crowd pleaser. People are always so impressed because it tastes gourmet, but it tastes like full. And it makes your house smell like full all day long because you have the pancakes like sizzling on your griddle. It's amazing. Outdoor movie night. We did this this past summer and we had it in our summer bucket list episode about our outdoor movie. We did it and we watched How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Fabulous. But there are a ton of really good fall movies. Oprah, she wrote about this. Leave it to Oprah to write about something like this. Okay. We have like When Harry Met Sally. That's a good one. The Dead Poet Society. That's a really good classic. There's stuff like Hocus Pocus. Honestly, I really wasn't allowed to watch Hocus Pocus or Harry Potter or Halloween Town or anything growing up. So I don't really get the nostalgia because it just wasn't a part of my childhood. Um, But you get the gist. There's tons of really great, fun movies that are just feel like fall. So have an outdoor movie night one night when it's crisp, maybe have a bonfire, something fun like that. You could get a projector from your local library, get a sheet, hang it up, or just find a blank white wall outside. Um, Invite your friends, say, bring your own blanket. You could have apple cider. You could have hot cocoa. Oh my goodness. I'm getting so excited. We got to do this. Um, A full snack board would be another fun thing to have at this outdoor movie, but would also be something fun to do with your kiddos. So many cute ideas on Instagram, y'all. There's like pretzels and you can go and like put white icing on them and then get little eyeball sprinkles off of Amazon for super cheap. And there's so many fun things you can do with the eyeball sprinkles. We bought them for Maddox's Toy Story birthday and then have reused them so many times just to make stuff fun. But the pretzel, white chocolate, drizzled on top, and then the two eyes make the pretzels look like mummies. They're so cute. And then there's tons of fall snack board ideas. So just go on Pinterest, use it as a search engine, and search fall snack board or fall snacks. And there's so many cutie ones. I actually saw a um, chicken pot pie that had pumpkins, like pumpkin pie crust. Hold on. Let me say this right. Pie crust. <laughs> cut out with pumpkin shapes from a cookie cutter and then laid on top of the chicken pot pie and then they baked it and it was so fun. So if you even know like a person that just had a baby and you wanted to give them a meal or take a meal to a neighbor or a potluck, this is a really fun themed dinner idea. Of course, we have our generic pumpkin carving and painting. So if you're not in the stage of life where giving a child a knife is a good developmental idea, then don't. You can just paint pumpkins. That's also a cutie idea too. Um, Speaking of crafts with kids, there's the ghost handprint. So you make handprint or you make like clay dough out of flour and baking soda and some other things, but just search like homemade clay ornaments and you can make a ghost hand ornament. I think that's really cute. So many things that you can do in full. And I want to hear what you guys are wanting to do too. So if you don't mind, Let's go ahead and just plug our calls that we do. Um, You can leave us a voicemail with your fun fall bucket list idea or what you're doing or what you have done. That would be so fun. And I just want to keep dropping them throughout the season so that people can continue to have fun fall ideas. Okay. Doesn't that be so fun? Because we're better together and your ideas are typically better than mine. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. 
I'm so grateful we got to hang out today and talk about some fun ideas. Don't forget to queue up our fall worship playlist and our fall feels playlist. Get it going in your home. Go and diffuse those amazing clovey essential oils in your diffuser. If you're a candle girly, get that candle going. Or if you're a Pura device girly, put in the cozy fall scented Puras. I'm just so excited. It is time. It is literally like September 15th. I think we have permission, right? To start feeling full. I hope this has inspired y'all. I hope that you find some easy ways to go find joy right where you are in life. I'm grateful for you and I want to hear from you. So let me know if you have any questions, any ideas, and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to another episode with us. It would mean the most if you took 30 seconds and left us a five-star review in whatever platform that you're listening in right now. It's one of the best and free ways that you can love on us. So don't forget that anything we mention in today's episode from resources, products, and more can all be found in our show notes at realtalkwithrachel.com. For more updates, behind the scenes, and fun chats, head over to Instagram and follow us at Real Talk Podcast.